It's time for the Daily Stand-Up Podcast presented by Agile Dad with your host, Lee Henson. Without any further ado, let's get started. Welcome to this special edition of the Daily Stand-Up. This episode is going to be kind of fun. Uh, I wanted to, for those of you who celebrate Halloween, I wanted to express a happy Halloween to all of you. Uh, the festivities are always fun. It's it's great for the kids to go out and get candy and the adults too. But I thought it would be a good idea to talk about something scary today. I'm going to call it Scary Agile. Ah, uh, Scary Agile to me is just something that's so funny. And oftentimes I use this this reference when I'm in class and I talk about the organization, it's just, they're really not doing anything right, but they believe that they are. So a lot of times they'll call on an agile coach because people don't understand what they're trying to do is kind of the preface. So we'll go in and we'll start interviewing people. And some of the things we'll start to inquire about is just trying to get a feel for just how agile they are, what kind of things they're trying to do. And uh, I'll never forget, I went into one organization and uh, I said, so I said, so tell me about you know, how, how well are you doing? Do you all do Agile? And I say, oh, of course, we're doing the Agile. We, we Of course we do the Agile. The Agile is a big deal to us. And I'm like, oh, my goodness. So as a rule of thumb, anytime someone puts the word the in front of Agile, like the Agile, like as an object, that automatically is a giant red flag right there, right? And it's so funny when you hear people say, yes, we're doing the Agile. I'm like, oh, boy, here we go, right? I'm like, let me guess, the white one with the five Gs, right? It, it, it just... <laughs> They're turning Agile into something that's an object, but then they, they always take it to the next level, which makes it even more fun for me. They always say something like, you know, in fact, you know, we, I said, how do you know you're doing Agile? Like, we have that meeting every day. You know that 15 minute meeting every day? Yeah, we, we, we do it for 45 minutes every day. We're hyper Agile. I'm like, you're hyper something, but it's not high performing, which scares me to death. Uh, so this, this is scary Agile. Then they come out and they say things like, you know, yeah, we we have everything broken into six-week chunks instead of two-week chunks so we can handle the work and carry it over from one sprint to another so that we can best understand and get our head around. I'm like, oh, my goodness. Like, that way we can tackle longer-term goals. Uh, it, it just it makes me crazy. Uh, it reminds me of another client that I had that always used to, you know, the big deal for this client was M plus two. We need to be now plus two out, now plus two out. And what he didn't tell me is he said, yeah, he says, we, we have a three year plan. We have now plus two more. I'm like, so you're trying to plan nine years ahead. I'm like, could you imagine what that looks like? I mean, if I asked any of you, so think about this for a second. If I asked you, let's not even go nine, let's just go five. If I asked you five years ago to tell me what you would be doing today, honestly, Honestly, how many of you would have pegged exactly where you are today five years ago? I can tell you right now, for me, I wouldn't have pegged where I am today. There's no way I would have said I'd be recording a Halloween special episode of the Agile Daily Stand-Up podcast. You know, I, I, It just wouldn't have happened. It would have been one of those things where I would have said, gee, I don't, I don't know. Because I think sometimes we try to plan so far in advance that we outrun our ability to plan, which is quite interesting. So another form of scary agile is when I walk into an organization and this happened, it was a large electronics company. Don't ask me because I'm not going to tell you who they were. And I got on the elevator there's a young lady there and she ran for the elevator. I said, what floor? And she said, eight. I said, oh, I'm going to eight too. I said, I don't think I've ever met you. She said, I'm Susie. I said, pleasure to meet you, Susie. I'm Lee. So what do you do? She said, I'm just a developer. 
I said, what just a product do you work on? Or what just a project do you work on? And she was like, you could tell she was freaking out. So I'm like, no, she, who are you? I said, we already did that. I'm Lee, you're Susie. What do you work on? And she says, well, uh, I work on this. I said, why? And she says, well, that's what I get paid to do. And I asked myself, how many of you, and you can raise your hand because I can't see, how many of you are surrounded by people at work that are just there because it's what they get paid to do? They have no idea who their target audience is, what problem they're trying to solve, all that good stuff. They're just there to collect the paycheck. And it, 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 it drives me crazy, but I see that all the time. That's scary agile, right? When people have no connection to a goal, no connection to what's going on. Or how about when you're looking, so I'll give you one more scary agile because this was kind of funny. Uh, so I did a project where I was working with indeed.com and I was trying to help uh, find out because there's a lot of people who are looking for opportunities or seeking new opportunities. So I was interested in getting some of their information so that I could help present to others and say, hey, here's here's a way for you to engage and uh, you know, better get a new position or a new job. And while I was engaging with them, some of the listings that I saw for job posts, they were incredible, incredibly incoherent, but just incredible. You know, we're looking for someone, we're looking for an agile project manager who can help us implement the, the JIRA agile, must have PMP certificate. I'm like, oh my goodness, are you kidding me? And it's not that any of those things on their own right are bad. It's just, it was clear that this organization was on a Titanic that just struck an iceberg. <laughs> it was a sinking ship. They had no idea what they needed or what they were asking for. And now somebody called it out and said, hey, you know, somebody might've just you know, said, hey, I need somebody. And this person might've just hodgepodge together descriptions from different jobs <laughs> and said, hey, this sounds like the person that we need and kind of put it out there. Because I've seen that happen before in talent management groups where we try to pull something together. But what's most scary is that all of these different people I'm talking about, all these different stories that I've shared, they're all real. Whether it's the executive who walked out in a company uh, company all-hands meeting and walked up to the stage and walked up to the podium, looked at everyone and said, you know, beest thou the agile. Oh, and then he thought the whole company was agile at that point because he declared that the whole company should be agile. Or whether it's the product owner who insists that Working on everything is the best idea because if we don't work on everything, we're not going to figure out what the best thing is. Or if it's a team that doesn't honor whip and can't figure out why they're doing what they're doing, so they're just there for the paycheck. Or whether it's the organization as the Agile coach or the Scrum Master that insists that your organization is doing the Agile. These are all scary things, right? And I didn't mean to turn this into a haunted house episode, but I just wanted to show you some of the things at a high level that I come across every single day. And what amazes me is the lack of willingness for those organizations to get it together and fix things because they really in their heart of hearts and in their mind of minds believe that what they're doing is right and it takes catastrophic failure or a big event for them to to really turn around and tuck in their shirt and say okay you know i'm going to tuck my tail between my legs and come to you in humility and say hey what can you do to help so i guess my advice for today is don't let Agile get scary, right? If you find that your Agile is getting scary, if your Agile starting to look like scary spice, you probably need to do something to freshen it up. So uh, make sure we get a way to freshen it up. Make sure we figure out what your team needs. And sometimes that can be as simple as micro-coaching. So something that's not scary is try before you buy. So in case you haven't heard, 
uh, Agile Dad does have a new program. It's called Micro Coaching. You can go on Agile Dad website under the coaching tab, and you can book 15 minutes with an Agile coach for only 50 bucks. You can pick which coach you get. You can pick the date and time that you want that they're available. You choose which one you want, and bam, you're in. And what I can tell you is that this is a great program because whenever you're in one of those scary moments or whenever you're in a place where you don't know what to do, this is an opportunity for you literally just to pull somebody aside and say, hey, I just need 15 minutes of your time. I got three questions. And it's a one-on-one opportunity for you to speak directly with a coach at a time that's convenient for you. So life doesn't have to be scary. Agile doesn't have to be scary. But this podcast sometimes can be scary. But I hope that you all enjoyed this episode. Have a safe and happy Halloween. I hope your kids and your family enjoy it. And as always, we encourage you to stay healthy, stay well, and stay agile, my friends. Until next time, do take care. 